What is up, people? And thank you so much for listening in to this episode of the Throne Tales podcast, our review of episode three of season eight, The Long Night. Finally, 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 we got our showdown between the Night King and his army of White Walkers against um, the the combined forces of the North, of Dar- of, of the Dothraki, of, um, of the Unsullied, all of Daenerys's uh, uh, people trying to make one last stand to save Westeros. It was drama-filled, action-packed, plenty of crazy action, plenty of crazy memes, plenty of stuff to get to. Let's not waste too much time. Let's get to it. So let me first introduce you to my co-host going around the bend. Let's start with Billy Torres. Billy, what's up, man? Hey, man, I'm coming in hot. Uh, that was a lot. Some good, some bad. Um, mostly bad and infuriating. But some really exciting, <laughs> some really exciting stuff. I, I just want to... I'm excited to talk about it, so... Okay, so we can only go up from there. Jays, <laughs> uh, what's up, man? What do you got to say about tonight? Rest in peace. Rest in Rest peace. Rest in peace to the Night King, man. It was a good run. Rest in peace. They got to build him a statue beyond the wall. That. No, I, I don't think he doesn't deserve no statue, but we'll talk about it. <laughs> um, you don't get a statue for getting blown out. No, nah, he don't get. He don't get. Well, he didn't get blown out. He blew a big. He had him in the first half. He blew up. <laughs> No, nah, he don't get no statue. We ain't giving Jim Kelly no statue in Buffalo. We ain't giving him no statue. Um, Martin Torres, uh, what's up, man? Hey, I'm uh, just I'm I'm glad we get to talk about this so I could get this feeling of existential dread off my shoulders because there was a lot of uh, long, long, dark cuts, and uh, we need to shed some light on the situation. Yeah, I um, wish uh, I wish uh, Weiss and uh, Bainoff would have shed some light. On this episode, so I could have seen hey, seen hey. half the shit that was half the, half the stuff that was going on. Um, Vlad Torres, Vlad Francois, also on the show. Not Vlad Torres, Vlad Francois. Vlad Francois Torres, <laughs> third Torres. We just need to get get them all in here. Uh, We're taking over. Vlad, what do you guys say about tonight? Uh, I share the same sentiment with uh, Marty and Billy. Um, <clears throat> I really I like the episode. There was uh, some good, some bad. Uh, a lot of things I was upset about, but there were some cool scenes. Um, other than that, yeah, I'm excited to talk about it. So, I don't even know where to begin. I was writing notes for this show, and then I had to stop because it just... That you, this was an episode you could not be distracted with. I, it's too much was going on, and I wanted to be able to take in everything. So, my notes are very minimal. So this is—I mean, this is already a pretty freewheeling podcast, especially compared to the other shows on the New Generation Podcast Network. So I'm kind of just going to open the floor up to anyone who wants to kind of just jump in with what they have to say about tonight, because we can start anywhere. But I think it's best to kind of just go in on everything. Well, I want to start with that—the opening scene, because, like, you know, we talked about the darkness of it mm-hmm. and darkness. The, the way it kind of just overflowed the screen and when Melisandre comes back and we're like oh the Red Witch is going to do her magic stuff and she lights the swords on fire I'm just like alright it's going to start right now and to see the Dothraki run out they don't even sh- they just show when like first impact and then nothing and nothing and then all you see is just the lights going out I'm just like oh my god it's going to be that kind of episode like I felt like my chest 
like ca- like cave in a little bit. I was like, okay, this is how it's gonna be for like the next hour and a half. And I just that was one of my favorite shots from the show. Just to kind of it goes off like you know Dothraki, this crazy wild man horde, and they're just gone. The oh, lights. Man flickering down you know very ominous obviously with the darkness and the cold and the fire and just to see like you, you sent hundreds of these dudes out and only like six of them come back and to see the Dothraki like run in fear but only six of them is like crazy like they were gone in like 15 seconds oh that was one of the crazy and I think it really set up the rest of the episode very very well that was like that's probably my favorite part of the entire the entire uh, episode today I can yeah. make the case that that was probably one of the more powerful ways they've showed death in the entire series. I mean, that was I, I mean I, I mean there are so many creative ways in which you can show death and destruction, and using the absence of light to do that was brilliant. It was really well done, and it was very foreboding, right? Because it was it was very subtle. It was you could un, you understand what's happening, mm-hmm. like light is flickering out of their body metaphorically whatever but that was they did which I, I love that part and you said very succinctly why it was so brilliant Yeah. however throughout the episode there was numerous parts where you legitimately could not see so I feel like maybe it could have been because um, maybe I was watching on a connection maybe like they lower the bit rate because so many people are watching at once and the HBO servers are only so good. So maybe it could be that or maybe I ha- maybe you could rewatch it and like if you have a good connection you could actually see what's happening. But yeah, no, I think I, that fight. I would love to see the battle of Blackwater again compared to this because I watched it not on HBO, you know, I watched it on cable and I mean the site the site issues were the same. So I don't so I don't think the streaming had anything to do with it, um, and I watched it with all the lights off in my basement. So I, me, me and my brother who watched it together, Shamar, and shout out to him, we were tr- fully invested in knowing what the episode was probably going to be, and even we had problems seeing. So uh, that was it, it. Didn't fully take me out of it, and I think some. And to be fair, I think some of that stuff was intentional. I mean, especially the parts where Danny and John are flying. You're not supposed to be able to see anything. Yeah, but there were some scenes, especially when they were really in those close combat things, where I felt like again I'd like to see it again, but I felt like Blackwater, even though that was also a scene where it was mostly darkness, night, they were able to still I, was, I still felt I was able to see more than this one, where there were times where it was very hard to see what was going on. There were many w- scenes yeah. that like used darkness to its advantage. One like as you guys were saying, the first what fifteen twenty minutes when uh, the the Rocky lights went out. And, like, <clears throat> the front line are just squinting into the darkness to see if anything's coming out. Not only that, but um, the Night King, like, there are many scenes where it's just dark and all you see is his blue eyes and, and the, the, the White Walker's blue eyes as well. And there's a point where he's on, I think, Viserion, right? Is that the, is that the, the yeah, dead that's, name? Yeah, that's the dead one. And, like, yeah. all you see is, like, the outline of the dragon and, like, him on it as the camera like cuts to like a low angle shot of the night King and like, all you see is like the, the tempest in the background, like raging on, like there were some good moments of like art, artistic use of darkness, but 
it was like annoying to figure out okay is that a main character swiping at an enemy or is that like a random goon it was hard to tell like it was hard to be in this situation because i couldn't see if someone was tormund or just some other bearded guy <laughs> true mm-hmm. but i i did like the you know the build up and the action overall so it it was a huge detriment but i i liked it nonetheless and I thought that um, uh, in terms of the actual kind of playing out of the battle, I, I thought that for me, I, I, I liked I liked the way the battle progressed. You know how you know the, the White Walkers are getting into the castle. You know the storm, the castle and they're getting in. How that was going to happen and how they were going to play that out. I enjoyed. I liked that the. You know Daenerys and John and 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 the crew trying to make the last stand had a strategy, and they were trying to execute a strategy. You know it wasn't just we're gonna just hold the line. Like they had multiple ways of of trying to keep them out, and they, even when they got in, they still had trenches inside. So I like that that it seemed that like you know these last two episodes we talked about how much talking there was. There also was a lot of people mobilizing in the last two episodes. I mean everybody just running around doing stuff. There's like people talking, yeah. there's two familiar characters talking for the first time in years, and then around them it's just chaos. Just people running around with swords, running around with sticks and stuff like so to see like that work like pay off in this episode, I thought was was smart too. Because it wasn't just gonna be a fly to see the fly by see your pants kind of deal in terms of fighting the night they came they, they actually did have a strategy and I and then I like that not only did they have a strategy that made sense and on paper may have been okay i like that it seemed like in every turn you know the night king had an answer for him and they, and they eventually <laughs> couldn't couldn't stop him i like the yeah, flow and I of felt battle like that was a lot of yeah so I, I like the yeah. so i like the flow of the battle but what did aggravate me was because it, obviously it increases intensity as it goes on it's yes. like okay we send our, our dothraki our Dothraki got decimated and they're running away. All right. We're, we, we're holding the ground with our Vale soldiers and the Unsullied. They got bodied, so then we have to retreat. So then everything keeps progressing. But not to skip too much forward, when we get to the end of the fight, it, it almost was ridiculous. It was like a farce. It was like, oh, l- you, could look at, you could look at the screen and literally the only people still alive our main characters that you care about. And the main characters that did not survive, they died heroically. So it's kind of like, like tens of thousands of people don't matter, but the people you know personally do. Which again, I understand, like there's some degree of that because it's like a fictional medium and you can't tell the story of the stable boy who lives 10 miles away from the Winterfell. But it it did be even like the fight because the fight was so interesting in the beginning. It started to get frustrating when it started to fall off the rails because it was so good in the beginning. Now Billy says fall off the rails. I would disagree with that characterization. I don't know if I get Billy's frustration in regards to who they decided to. Survive, let survive, and who they didn't allow to let survive. But I, I still think that 
we can't it's just not really about who survived. It was about the scope of the battle because again, people could survive, people could die. I'm fine with main characters surviving because they're main characters. But right. when you literally see piles Old of bodies, yeah. thirty people high, and there's an ice dragon just blowing fire through an entire castle. And then John walks up to his friend. He's like, hey, guys. Oh, I see Podrick. I see Brienne. I see Jamie. And everybody's fine. Like that. And then that that's the ridiculous part. Because the same thing happened with when last season when they were um, when they were when they first tried to capture the white to, to show Cersei. Mm. Yeah. So, when that happened, my issue was not the fact that it, it was the scope. Because if the five or six guys that were on that mission fought off, let's say, 30 or 40 undead, I'd be like, all right, that's fine. But there was li- they literally showed tens of thousands of undead, and then they just tore through them. They lost a the dragon, but, and tore, um, Thoros a mirror. But other than that, everything turned out fine. Same thing here. Oh, we lost all of our forces, but like everybody's fine. Like everybody you know is, like, yeah. and you you can see them getting overrun by thirty or forty dudes, and they'll cut away, and then they'll come back, and they're they're exhausted, but they're alive. Which oh my god, yeah, uh, I took. Yeah, it's a huge. I'm against that too, man. Like same thing happened with Daenerys and Jorah, with so many other characters, with John. My God! Like you would see these characters surrounded by like a crapload of enemies rushing toward them. It will cut to another character, and when it goes back to the character, these enemies are just like literally in a line waiting to be killed by the character. <laughs> and I'm like, what happened to like the scene where the where where they were just at? I was like on the edge of my seat, and they that happened so often that I just didn't believe it. The next time it happened, I was just like, all right, the scene's gonna cut back, and like John's gonna be like shaking hands with every White Walker while <laughs> making his way back to the castle. Like, that, they undercut the, the tension so many times. It was very annoying. That's what I really didn't like. And it was, like, in the context of the show, it was so unrealistic. Like, they were clearly surrounded and being bum-rushed. But next scene, they're, like, not that much in danger. It was, took me so out of it. I, I agree with that point completely. Because, like, like, there are literally times where it's just, like, you, you see them swarm, and yeah. they're stabbing they're stabbing anything they could grab. If it's, like, the stomach, or, like, the eyes, or, like, all these places. And you're right, every time, like, I'm thinking about it right now, like, every time there was a character moment where they're just like, oh, no, my friends are surrounded, we're all really screwed. And, like, there was one part that Sam's literally on the ground, like, holding his stomach and wrestling with one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, he just gets up. Like, the boy's, like, 400 pounds. Like, I'm exaggerating here. But, like, <laughs> like at some point, fatigue's got to set in. His cardio ain't that high. And I, I agree. That kind of, that took me out of it because it's, like, you know, like, in the Battle of the Bastards, they had a similar scene with John, And you, it's a tracking shot. But what that established wasn't about, like, it was about the randomness of war, not, like, Deus Ex Machina in battle. It just it, they they kind of set it up in the scenes. In this one, it happens so frequently with so many characters. Yeah, I agree. It really took me out of from like, like, the deliberate pace. So that's that was set up in the beginning because there was a real sense of dread that everyone's gonna get screwed over. That there's no chance. Like even Grey Worm, 
who was at the front line at one point, but then all of a sudden he's he's in the back of the retreat. It just and every that time like so someone's weird. getting overrun, it's like one character like runs into the other one. I was like, oh, he's fine. It's it was a little ridiculous. I agree. <laughs> um, with all that being said, to continue what I was trying to say, I feel like while I don't really disagree with any of those points, I guess my point was, do we? at some point, not give them a pass, but do we kind of also understand and respect the nature of trying to build drama in regards to these individual characters? Because I feel like while maybe the stuff in battle where like, oh, well, like, you know, someone like Grey Worm or someone who's on the front lines, I can maybe more agree with. But I mean, I thought the scenes with Arya in the library, um, I didn't, you know, I hope she survived, but I mean, those were really well done scenes, regardless of whether you're thinking about her survival or her death. Um, I think, yeah, I, I, I think the scene yeah. with, um, with Daenerys flying on the dragon being taken off and then, and, and there, there are white walkers, you know, literally climbing her dragon. Like, I, I guess my point is at what point do we, I don't, I, I, I want, at what point do we become too jaded by everything being so realistic with this show and not appreciate just the art that they gave us because I feel well, like I, it, don't need- I feel like it was well executed and that's that's where yeah. I said so when so Billy before I finish before you let you go for, so when I Sorry. say so when I say when I hear fall off the rails I think I, that's why I say I disagree with that characterization I think that's too harsh well I it's it's not about me being jaded in general because personally. I, I, we, t- we as a group talk about yeah. movies a lot of stuff, and I'm I'm always the guy who gives, like I like crappy, campy movies. I talk about how much sure. I like Godzilla in 1998. It's like I'm really okay with just letting, like just suspending my disbelief yeah, and yeah, trying to yeah. understand what's there. But there's a point where, like for example, if I watch an episode of Door of the Explorer, I know Swiper's not going to swipe their bag. Because I've seen enough TV to know that that's not going to happen. Same thing with this show, where literally they like their whole force is completely decimated. All of the night, all the the White Walkers and the Night King are just walking calmly toward Bran. So, like, and that point is dialed in terms of like stress and in terms of like how dire it is for those characters, it's at the complete max. And there's no realistic way for for the, this scene to end unless it's someone jumps out of a corner and stabs the Night King with an obsidian dagger, which they've been telegraphing for a couple episodes. So, but, like, I, but I guess the question becomes, though, did they... Just because, uh, uh, just because a outcome is expected was it not executed well like uh, i'm trying to i guess for me mm. take away i'm trying to get away yeah. from i'm trying to get away from and i'm, I'm not and i'm not i don't mean it, i'm not talking to you but because everyone agree with you so i'm i'm really on an island right here so uh, i guess for me trying to see the whole picture at what point do i say okay forget about the grand scheme of things and why is it just the people who seem like we like or people that we want to see move on surviving because at the end of the day that's the decision that they made and 
our decision to agree or disagree with that is totally going to be just on someone's personal level. But in terms of just, okay, this is the story they're telling, and they're going to try to drum, drum up the drama as much as they could with while, while still executing their plan, did they do that effectively? That, again, that's why I, I can't say that it was... That was why I, I can't, that's why I repeat saying I don't I can't say that they didn't do that poorly. I thought they did it well. I think they did it too. Yeah, well. In my opinion, they were they went too, too they well. went too they went too far with it because well, it felt so like there John was one v one a dragon. Well, he, he wasn't not, well. Not, uh, he was not fighting that dragon. Let, let's be clear. At, at the end, he was charging <laughs> towards him, and then Arya decides to kill him with an obsidian dagger. And then right, well, but, but that's not a fight, but Billy. That's not a fight, though, Billy. That's just well, that's just he got lucky. The dragon was like t- laying waste to like the pe- the survivors in the castle, and Don was hiding in the moment. Yeah, the that dragon. that was not a fight. One v one the dragon. Okay. Yeah, that that that's, um, that's well. With with all that being said, um, I I didn't. I wasn't like super set, super upset at the fact that you know certain main characters were just like unscathed uh, battling these White Walkers. I, like it, kind of took me out of the moment of that moment, but I still appreciated the fact that you know what you were saying, how the White Walkers were um, climbing Daenerys' dragon, how John was like trying to get through the castle, how like the music cut out and John was like looking at all his friends. Yeah. Like he's. Like, I mean, I don't know. Like I, I guess for me, I still enjoy yeah. like Bert, like many moments of the show is just like those specific moments you know i just didn't like i guess for me though vlad just to jump on that like to me like i don't know i guess that's why when i that's why i worry the word jaded because i feel like if you're watching that that show during that time me and shamar are watching it like i don't know in those moments maybe i'm maybe it's just me you guys could be totally different i'm totally speaking as only ej stewart trying to give my perception of this for me watching it i don't know how in that moment i'm thinking this is going to end exactly how I think it's going to end while it's being done. That's why I ask, is it being executed well, regardless of the outcome that came out? And we don't, if you don't like the outcome, is was it executed well? I don't know if I can say in the moment that was happening. Now, maybe because the outcome became what it was, it puts a damper uh, retroactively on what we saw. But I'm saying in the moment, I think that what they did was working. I thought, again, that's just me. It was it was fine, but I think last week we talked about like is the show brave enough to kill off certain characters, mm-hmm. and now you have to think to yourself, all right, what's the point of Sam's existence as you know in these last few episodes? Like, yes, yeah. people like Sam, but <laughs> does he now play a, a large part in the narrative in these last few episodes? Sure. Like, I'm not saying like kill these characters just to kill them, but at the same time, oh like, yeah. Uh, when like when after the Battle of Winterfell, when they're mourning their fallen, they're gonna name drop like people who no one really cared about. <laughs> Not, uh, I mean, Lady Mormont was good. Um, who was it Sir Barristan? Is that his name? The the, the Barrick. Yeah, Barrick. Nope. Barristan. Yeah, died in season four. Oh, okay, never mind. His name's Barrick. <laughs> and right? uh, yeah. yeah, and the messenger for the Lord of Light, the guy with the eye patch, like he died. That's, like, yeah, that's Sir Barrick. That's Barrick. That's yeah. Barrick. Oh, the same person. Well, who's the other person that, we, that we did, Sam was like? We had the night, the random, the random night watch guy. That's his. That's his. Exactly, EJ, random night watch guy. Like they're gonna mourn these fallen, but like it's not gonna hit as hard as if like someone significant fell. I, I, this just proves my my theory that the show isn't brave enough to like take those like heavy hits to like really make people care about you know who's living because. 
like a lot of fan favorites are alive. <laughs> but again, I, I don't want to be that horse, but I just feel like it's easy to say it now that they're alive. <laughs> like I, I don't, again, I don't, I, I find it hard to believe you're watching that episode being like, oh, all my, all these people are going to survive. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't, I, I just find that, I, I think the, the, like, it's, to me, it's almost like, I, comparing it to wrestling Martin, it's like watching a wrestling match and you know, okay, this person is probably going to retain, but do they drum up, do they make you at some point believe that maybe this ain't going to end the way I think it's going to end? I think they did that. I, I, I mean, they I were getting awesome. wrecked for the last half hour of this fight. I mean, like, that's true, that but then, like, nameless goons were getting wrecked. No, I mean, no, I'm talking about them. I mean, they, I mean, they, they're in a full, all of the characters we're talking about, Brienne, John, Jamie, John, Arya, Clegane, they're all, no one, none of them are in a position of power or a position of, of an advantage in their individual situations. So that's why, that's my point when I say, did they execute, drum up the drama well to when Arya makes that final kill that you know the day is saved? That's what I'm trying to say. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I kind of see boy, both yeah. as, as on, one, on one side, if you watch, like, how they're building up the fight on the wall, like, when the dead are mounting the wall, there's, like, five people, there'll be, like, five undead that, like, barrel their way onto uh, the top, and there's, like, there's scenes where Grey Worm has to get out of the way because they're just, you know, blowing everything, blowing uh, apart all the scaffolding and whatnot. It's just like there's so many of them, and then, like even even the part where the Night King revives the dead is like very, uh, it, it's very endemic of what Vlad's talking about. Like when it starts, John's surrounded, and then when they cut back to him, he's only got Nightwalker, he's only got the undead in front of him. So in the, in that sense, you're kind of like, uh, I think they're sort of mm-hmm. making it look like they can continually slash them, you know what I mean? Like endlessly. Even though they're getting tired, like they're gonna they're gonna take them all one on one by one as they come in a line. But on the other hand, towards the end there, like once the Night King had stabbed Theon, I really thought he was gonna kill Bran and then just leave. I, I kind of yeah, I kind of thought Bran was done. Yeah. I kind of thought so too. That's, that's kind of why like, I disagree that's with how you guys. They quote unquote win that he was just like you know what I did what I wanted to do. I'm just gonna move on. Well, you know what I was kind of so, thinking? I thought maybe somehow we were going to find out that him and Bran were working together. Or they're the same. Yeah. I, I thought yeah. that, that I, was well. Yeah, and then, like, him trying to kill Bran would kill himself and some horrible thing like yeah, that. And like I thought, that. like, you know, the Night King would know that if the theory was true. And that's why he was just chilling, like, all right, I'm going to keep you under my wing just so you don't die, so that I don't die. And I <laughs> was waiting for them to have some sort of, like, communication Besides just, like, staring at each other. Because when was, the Night King gave him a smirk, I'm like, oh, oh he's going to, like, talk finally. Nah, dude, then, nah, they, they, uh, they didn't write anything for this episode. The first, like, two minutes is just, like, sitting walking in silence. Then there's uh, there's the, the scene in the crypt where the guy's, like, banging on the wall and Sans is just, like, standing there listening to it. Um, there's, like, five shots of Clegane close up going through his PTSD. Mm-hmm. Uh, people just don't talk. They just don't talk. They've run out of words. So right. They've used all the words and they're out of words. What frustrated me about the ending specifically was, um, again, I was, last episode, I was talking about how there's there has to be some other twist. They can't just off the Night King in one episode. 
because there needs to be something more. What I found interesting was about 20, 25 minutes in when Arya completely runs away from the battle and she's in like Winterfell library or something. I'm like, I thought maybe they would do something like the White Walkers have sentience. Because like, why else would a bunch of White Walkers be in a library reading books? Like, I thought they would do something interesting like that. Like, maybe there's they're looking for some information that, I don't know, from thousands of years that the Starks have or something. But it was just, oh, well, oh, the Nightwalker's about to win. Oh, no. Arya from the top of the rafters and stabs him in the chest and then they all just fall. Like, that was... Even even if I were to suspend my disbelief while watching the fight and just be like, all right, I'm, go- I'm along for the ride... The end of the ride was so jarring. It was just like, that's it? And it just stopped. <laughs> well, I, I was kind of thinking of something similar. Like, when they were in the library, I thought, you know, they would exhibit some sort of, like, tactical, you know, maneuvers. Um, but then it just, like, the fact that the Night King is, like, something something of a hive mind to these, like, regular goon White Walkers. I'm like, okay, that makes, like, I, I get it. Like, these White Walkers are just, like, bodies for the Night King to throw at people. And in that sense, I'm wondering, like, his, his, like, his, like, command, his cabinet, his royal cabinet that's, like, he's always rolling with. Mm-hmm. I thought they would have some sort of significance. Like, they also seem to be tel- intelligent and, like, sentient. I thought they would have, like, some control over some section of some facet of the army. But they just were, like, also as useless as the other White Walkers. This episode was very, like, this arc has been very much, like, Night King only, even though he has goons behind them. I don't know what their purpose was besides having great hair. <laughs> great and great. And, and then, I, wish, I wish that was fleshed out, but hey, you know, I'm, I'm okay with what I got. I'm fine. Yeah, that's, no, that's what I'm saying. It's fine. It's fine. It's, <laughs> yeah, I, I and that's not... I, that's not adequate. I'm not good with adequate. The series finale. I don't worry, guys. They're gonna stick the landing too. It's gonna be just like uh, Endgame. Oh, um, episode the four. Last ten years of buildup is gonna. <laughs> well, look, yeah, people, may, people may have listened to this podcast may not have seen Endgame, so let's not spoil it for them. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, yeah, spoiler. I, it was good. <laughs> it was real good. I, but go ahead, Mark. You haven't heard it from me in a while. Better way to spend your Sunday night. I think. Um, I think what we're talking about, about the specifics of how they laid it out is more of our concerns about how the show's been running over the past two seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, about how the pacing's been and the dramatic tension. You know, I talked about you, they were, if you talk about Blackwater, you talk about Loop Train, you talk about um, what was the other one I'm forgetting? Wow. Um, Battle of the Bastards. Battle of Bastards, yeah. Like, there was a real theming there. And this one, I think, uh, if you talk about the theming, it, it was about dread. It was about inevitability. So, it was I. My favorite person in this whole episode was Arya, because what she she had real agency. She was badass. She was fearful. She was protective. You know, she she gave Sansa like you know sticking with the point in, get it together. You might have to fight. Um, when it came down to it, and it's her home. She's like twirling like those batons. Like she's she was kicking ass. And then she gets into the library and she goes all Aria Asylum and like <laughs> is like is like Batman in the dark taking these people out. 
So it was like that was one of my like she was the MVP by far. Obviously, like you see all of how she's kind of like winning it for everybody by taking out the Night King and all of these and inspire pretty much inspiring the Hound to get his stuff together for like 15 minutes and stop having his panic attack. I there, so we could talk a lot about the overall theming and I think that's a more concerns going forward because next week's an hour and a half episode and there's only three episodes left. How like if you talk about Endgame, right? What's their end game to wrap up this this series that's in Uncharted Waters that is one of the biggest things in television history? So we're going to have that weight to it. And I, I don't mean, think we yeah. got a good idea of what that looks like. But all but what they did right in terms of setting up um, Arya was probably the best. Because I think all the other characters really didn't do much to kind of advance their placement in the story in terms of... Uh, what their goals are, what their missions are. They were just fighting to survive. Um, and albeit a lot of them were just desperate. And some, like I would say, Danny and Danny and John didn't have the best episode, I would say, um, in terms of proving their tactical and leadership prowess. But no. Arya, just, Arya was just number one with a bullet. <laughs> yeah, Arya, yeah. Danny, Danny and, and John Snow were Paul George and Russell Westbrook in the playoffs. I mean, they... They they had a they had a real bad night. They they got lucky um because they did not come through in the clutch. They were out schemed, out out coached by the Night Watch. By the Night King, I'm sorry, for most of this episode. To be honest, if there was anything that I, that frustrated me a little bit was how inept they seemed. Because now again, now I'm like, okay, you giving me this story, how are you advancing it? Well they now the Night King obviously is, is supposed to be the like perfect but still like for them to look so inept and for them to be nowhere near in the position uh to save the day in the end it being aria i i you know seeing that preview for next week and kind of seeing danny say all right now it's time for my throne it's like whoa 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 yeah what like you 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 got your behind kicked and and you're talking about a throne right now I don't want to hear anything from you. You just shot. And you shot three. You, you had shot. You did a John Stark shot shooting two for nineteen in Game Seven. Well, <laughs> like, it's like, not even that. They just stopped the apocalypse. Well, that too. Like, like you can't just like not talk about how you just ended the apocalypse. Yeah. No, at the end of the day, it's a preview, so I'm sure they they may talk uh, about that. I don't know. I'm just talking true. about what I, I hope, saw. I hope someone brings that. I hope someone brings that up to Danny. Like, right. When she's going off. Of, Right, yeah, that and that's that's, that's that's something I don't know. I can. It's gonna be like, oh, three weeks later, and then they're gonna be like celebrating. Right, I, and I would be right. That would be ridiculous if that doesn't get brought up. But I I gonna speak to what I saw. And I'm just I just thought it was kind of ridiculous for her to, to for me to see her talking about. Well, now it's time for my throne. I'm like, you you just got out schemed, outmanned, outgunned in a way in which that was to me you were very bar- barely a use. You couldn't even light the freaking trench. Like wait, but in a way, I I wouldn't put that on Danny. Like to to wow. say to put it on her and say that she shot two for nineteen or whatever is kind of hard on her. Like again, they're the best laid plans of mice and men, etc. Like it's not like they were fighting an undead horde with magical powers and they ended up winning. But so, at the same time, but at the same time, Billy, did, they they the, there were other people who to me clearly stepped up and definitely were were more of the MVPs in the clutch people of the episode and Danny and John I thought 
were not coming through in ways that I'm used to seeing John come through for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, like I, I don't know. I, I, I feel like it's fair to say that she shot two for 19 today. I don't think I, she did nothing of significance to me. She got beat in the air. She, I mean, she yeah. helped draw. She helped draw a fight out some whites, but besides that, it, it was very little that she did. Most of the tactical plans didn't work. And all right, best laid plans. I agree. I, I can I see that, but I'm am sorry. I after seeing Arya do the unthinkable, it's hard for me to now and to see Danny kind of really not be much of a factor in any of of why they won. It is kind of, it was kind of jarring for me to see her talking about a throne. And how she deserves to be on it. I'm like, put Ari on that throne. Put someone like nothing you did in this episode is the reason why they're still alive. No, nothing. That, wait, 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 okay. So I feel like that's a thing that we conflate a lot. Like, put Arya on the throne. Like, I'm well, look, I'm being facetious. I'm, I know to that man and dragon, and to do like there's generals they're doing things, and I think Arya, yes, Arya was the MVP. Arya did everything. Arya ended the threat. But I think everybody did their job as best as they could. And to put it on any individual person that they didn't... I feel like giving Arya praise is good. Knocking anybody else would be un, unnecessary in the grand scheme of things. Everybody else, fair or unfair? That, I think that Danny and John were combined 5 for 30 today. I think it's completely fair. Dude, trash, they didn't do shit. Because, <laughs> like, well, like, John, John, <laughs> John, like, sent Ghost off into the darkness to, to open. Uh, then they, like, first of all, they, they might as well just crash into each other again. Jesus. Uh, I don't know why at no point did they think, hey, yeah, maybe we should uh, land or just, like, go anywhere. There isn't horrible too much snow where we can't see anything at all um uh 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 then what else what else i mean he he kept hemming and hawing when he was fighting that dragon he should have just leapt on his back danny nearly lost drogon too yep. flying that close to the to the horde of the undead yeah, yeah. and also oh, man, it starts from the beginning the- so they see the dothraki get swarmed and danny's like i need to go like where are you going? We need to go down there. It's just like, what What did you think would happen? Like, that you, you were just going to stand up there for like five minutes and be like, oh, now it's time for dragon stuff. Yeah. Like, it felt like they didn't really have a plan because if that plan was always for them to light the trench, they had to stay at their post. Like, yeah, to- yeah. And the, the other plan was to draw the Night King, which was annoying because once they start flying around, they're not like, they, they never, they never really get a hold of him. He finds them first, which yeah. is like, what do you? Well, we're not talking about the fog of war. There was clearly but that's what like, I'm saying. Like, get get to a position where you can see. Don't look for him in the fog. Yeah, they, they they didn't handle that well at all. They they look just like a coach in a game. You gotta make mid game adjustments. <laughs> like, you gotta see what's happening and see what's going on. And like, I felt they were making, which is why they were getting destroyed. Like, yeah, why not? Why not try to intercept him at the grove? Why not? Fly over the castle or closer to the white the the uh, the tree, and you know what I mean. Like hang out closer to Theon. Like okay, I don't know where he is, but I know where he's gonna be. Why don't we just intercept him at the spot? No, 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 no. no. Let's just keep flying around fly. randomly and through the snow. I don't know. Yeah. I, I... Unbelievable. Vlad, what do you what do you say about this? 
Was Vlad, Vlad not here? Well, they had to they had to pad out the running time because that was, I've, I do agree that it was just exhausting watching them just bumble around in snow for about ten minutes. Yeah, and you you know what you know what the the other annoying thing is like that was the most winter has been here ever. Because like if you look at Winterfell in the beginning with like the armies lined up and stuff, uh-huh. never in your life would would it look like that in the books. The snow would be packed like a third of the way up the castle walls at least. It's, it's called Winterfell, and they're actually in winter now. So I agree, it should be more wintry. But there were light flurries. <laughs> Yeah. Well, the the show has to normalize everything. So like I fully understand that they needed to do that. But it it was kind of it was kind of out of left field that the the Night King decided to use his 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 storm abilities and summon a blizzard out of nowhere. But I feel like that's been a part of the White Walkers though. Is that we've yeah, seen they bring, they, the, they, they bring the elements with them. Yeah. No, Which, but I always thought it was like it traveled with them, like wherever they were, the cold, the storm would be. So, like, if the Night King walked towards Winterfell, the storm would walk towards Winterfell at the same speed as him. That's what I always assumed. Because again, like as they were walking, the storm, the so I thought they would approach as winter is approaching. Mm. But like for him to just summon it as a, it was very tactical. Good, good on the Night King. He he did have a thirty-five point first quarter, but. <laughs> Truly, uh, yeah, but to but to go back on the ending, like mm-hmm. I really, I just thought about this um, while I was kind of going through my head what happened at the end. Like, if they were to structure it in a way that wasn't so out of left field, because Arya teleported in and stabbed the Night King, maybe if like all the remaining fighters charged all the White Walkers, and then while they were distracted. Arya stabbed the Night King. It would at least make more sense. It would it would show that our main characters are still like are, are contributing something. It's not that she just teleported in and did what we all knew what she was gonna do. We all knew she was gonna Arya was gonna kill the Night. Hey, King. stop! Wait, in that in that scene, I didn't know what the hell was gonna happen. I, Same. I can't. No, I'm not gonna give you that. Same. <laughs> Don't I give mean, if, to be honest, if it was me, I'd have won the face of death. Then I put the dagger up his ass. Well, but, I'm in a you know, I'm in a unique position because I was on Skype while I was watching the episode, and I was like, "Oh, is Arya gonna kill the Night King now?" And then Arya killed the Night King. Yeah, but that's that's you but, though. You can't put that on everybody. I didn't know that. But see, that's why Billy. Really, that's why I was talking about the execution and 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 us being and you specifically being experts in this. In that, like. Regardless of what you were thinking, like it wasn't executed well. Cause I that's that's why I think we're me and you are such on different wavelengths here. Because even something as basic like, as that, I didn't see coming. Like, I didn't know what a... was going to happen. Because I'm like, and Ari being the person out of left field, I didn't think she was going to be the person to take him out. I I didn't I I, I honestly didn't know what was going to happen. But I don't know. That... Well, well, I said it last episode. I was like, after after we watched the last episode, I'm like, oh, Arya got a special knife. That's Obsidian. She's uh, and she's an assassin, and she's a fan favorite character. She's obviously going to kill the Night King, but she didn't even use that to kill him. She uses yeah, the she's Valerian a, she's, steel she's a, dagger. So yeah, exactly. She gives that thing. She to gave Sansa. that thing to, to, to yeah, which also threw me off. I was like, wait a minute, that's the thing she gave. What's the name? How? What? Yeah, and it was like the main thing she was using to just murder, to just like <laughs> yeah, murder everybody. All those 
Yo, when she rolled off their backs down the staircase, that was so gangster. <laughs> I was like, she's out of her mind. <laughs> she was out of control this episode. And I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback on what you said, E, because like, there I think that's that's I had no idea what was gonna happen, but also that suspension of disbelief. How? Where is she jumping from? That's like, the thing. Did she, yeah. Did she like Superman it? Like it looked like she was coming from the heavens, and like was she hiding in the tree? Like I really like saying she's gonna warn the face of death. Yeah, it makes no sense. She she like trampolined off of something. Yeah, it's something that that's so that to be honest, is anything about it I I'm I'm still grappling with. That's I kinda hope I get some explanation on what the hell happened. Because she complained out of the uh the uh god damn it, why can't I remember what the tree is called? The white tree that's the in the grove. The 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 werewood. The werewood tree. The wild Yes, because if she had, like, left out of the branches of that, that'd have been dope too. Well, because to me, because to me, when you see one of the generals, the wind in their hair kind of flows by. I watched now the scene like four or five times since. Like that to me, I think it's supposed to signal someone has arrived. Because he turns his head like, what? What was that? But then, yeah. like, it's so subtle that if you're not really paying attention, you might not really Wait, pick up on it. How how much before the. How much before she lunges did that happen? Because it was it was pretty soon. Because I, I watched oh, yeah. it a couple so it was times. Like, it was probably like a, a qu- like a half a quarter of a second before. Like so, I it was. I, I want to say that it wasn't that soon, but like I want to say it was maybe like like it's you know Brandon Watson looking at each other. Then they go to him, and then you see the like the, again the little flow of the wind in the hair. And I want to say maybe they did one more Brandon and Watson looking at each other, and then finally shot of the guy going for his sword, and that's when Arya comes in. So like, to me like that. So I, like watching that, I think that that's supposed to signal she came in somewhere. Where I don't know because as you guys said, I mean she comes from a high position to come down on him. And then to no, me, has- the fact that he caught her, she caught he caught her. Also, I was like, oh, maybe this ain't gonna end well. Because <laughs> I didn't. I then I was like, well, damn. Like I thought, oh yes, Arya, because I could see her in the background, and then. He caught her like just like nothing, kind of like Loki catching uh, catching you know Hawkeye's arrow, and yeah. you know similarly it was a misdirect <laughs> and and yeah, but that's what I'm saying. If she comes out of the tree, she's got that angle, right? It could have been make a little more sense, and it's also it could also be kind of badass because he just stands there, looks at her straight on coming at her, and still catches her by the neck. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I think I think they got a little too cute because they were just like. It was like, oh, what's the most sneak attack? Oh, she'll leap from behind him over three other six foot dudes. <laughs> like Nate Robinson in the dunk contest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, no. You could have put you could have put her in the tree and like basically got the same effects. Yeah, I think they they just needed they needed to or to organize that in a way that wasn't so jarring. Because again, we all said that we we liked the way it happened, or or liked the concept of it. But like, if it wasn't that she jumped out of literally literally nowhere, if it wasn't that, like all the all the White Walkers were there. Like I'm like, they have some sort of like extrasensory stuff going on, and they still could not catch a 19 year old girl with a knife. Oh, it happened. She threw another book. <laughs> oh yeah. That was definitely it. That's true. Do another book. She's her detective vision. Plus, she was a uh, she. She used that same move she uh, practiced with Brienne. 
that dagger oh, cast. There's the switching of the hands. Yeah. I didn't yeah, even know that. that. Yeah, funny. she does. If you go back and you watch that fight with her and Brienne, she does the same thing. Mm. Nice. Um, of the dead, what do we think of the people that are dead? Liana, Dion, Jorah. They need to make a statue of Liana. Liana definitely deserves a statue. Night King don't deserve no damn statue. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Y'all hate him, man. Y'all Standing on a giant corpse. That, that, that man, he was, he, he, was a, he was a 30 point favorite. <laughs> he was a 30 point favorite somehow lost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now I'm watching this scene again. This like that that hair thing is literally the last thing before Arya swoops in with the the White Walker feeling. It's the like hair even of the wind. though it was telegraphed, it was still kind of out out of nowhere. I feel like they they needed to just add that to be like, okay, this is way too ridiculous. We need to at least have his hair blow a little bit, so we know that Arya is about to stab the Night King. But then like. But yeah, back back onto the the people who died. Yeah, who Eric died. Beric, uh, I'm never gonna remember that guy in the knife watch his name. To me, and Torres, to me, and Torres, he's just Neville. Neville Crow, <laughs> long live Neville Crow. <laughs> no, wrestling fans will know what we're talking about with that. Uh, Rest in peace, yo. But what pissed me off about Beric's death was Melisandre. Uh, like every time I see her, I'm just like. Whatever, just do your thing. To be because... honest, Beric's death was actually for me, Billy. Well, actually, it was also my most frustrating because that was where the darkness was struggling for me the most, honestly. Because there were times uh, where I thought he died multiple times, and then he was oh, still yeah. walking. I'm like, wait, didn't they just stab him like ten yeah. times? What the, what's going on? Yeah, no, they did. They stabbed him in the calf, like kidney. There's one time where he's the holding back. them back and like like hold yeah. almost like Hodor, and they're all just stabbing him. Like, oh, okay, this is his death. And somehow he walks through the door. I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, what? No, like, he ran through the door, bro. Yeah, it was like a, yeah, that was, was like a 40 yard dash in front of him. Yeah, that that was like that was I thought to me that was the most ridiculous part of the episode for me. He was on the floor at one point. He yeah, exactly. He gets up. They're stabbing him multiple times, and he doesn't have a weapon. And then he he busts through the door with them. Yeah, that yeah. was that was the weird that that was that was to me not good. Um, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. It's like it's it's. But like that's the thing. It's that's the thing that they were talking about earlier. Like, it's sort of like they're changing the rules because you watch some of these, uh, some of the no names die in the beginning, and it's just like, like especially when the when the undead are coming over the unsullied, it's just like the third undead person is like ramping off the first two, lands on somebody, and they're dead. Mm-hmm. But with this guy, he's got he's getting like tackled by two and three of them. He's getting stabbed in multiple places, and then he can still, like, run full strength. It's like, what do you do? Like, they're not going to kill anybody this episode. What's going on? That's what I was nervous about. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, I'm glad that Arya was able to, like, look him in the face as he was dying, but, you know, I guess his time was up. Yeah. Time's up, time's up, time's up, time's up. Time's up. I thought so that goes back Alessandro would have more presence than like lighting, you know, the, the sword, the weapons on fire, and the, like the, the. That the, was cool though. That was a good. She was pretty clutch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Listen, man, you gotta have that entire incantation for every single Dothraki sword. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, Melisandre. Thirty minutes. Yeah, Melisandre gets a gets a you know if there's a playoff, she gets a she's a, she's, buff, she, she's going to the podium. She there's a podium <laughs> game for Melisandre. 
Podium game for Malasandra. Podium game for Mormont. Aria definitely a podium game. Um, yeah, Malasandra was was really clutch. Even though I felt like <laughs> she actually like, even though she was clutch, like she could only do so much with like what she was given. Like she yeah, ate, yeah. she she piled up the Dothrakis and they still got washed. She lit up the trench <laughs> and Nightwalk King still walked through them. Well, but she well, but honestly it, she was the her biggest uh, contribution was her speech to Arya. Because without without that speech, maybe Arya doesn't have that. That 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 inspirational speech is what kind of spurred her to do what she does in the end. Yeah. So she was she was massively clutch. She was probably the second most important person in this episode. Which which kind of greatly speaks like, to why I think John and, and John and Danny didn't do anything. Because I'm like there were other people who had big impacts that 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 ended up shaping the the overall outcome where I don't think they really did. Yeah. Because most yeah, kind of crazy how a single Stark did die this episode too. Who? Yeah. A single star. We didn't lose a single star. The most, well, literally, the most like death pro, uh, the death most death plagued family. Mm-hmm. Well, the, none of them have died for other than Rickon, but who cares about Rickon? But like, what I did you expect? Rickon, honestly, what did you expect? Exactly, what did you expect? Yeah, so you're real negative, bro. No, I'm just asking. Yeah, no, that's, I, I I share the same sentiment Let's with Bill. Celebrate the Theon's deck. Can we do that? Can we all be happy that Theon got stabbed <laughs> like a chump? But I mean, I, I mean, but but we we can say we can say. Ranch I mean, look, Billy has a negative outlook on this episode. He said clearly. He said he was you know outraged. But I, I I do wonder if there are more people who have read the books that they feel more aligned with Billy. Because I mean, just social media is not. Necessary, not scientific at all, but the impression I have on social media that, that this episode is being received overwhelmingly positive. But I feel like the majority of people who watch this show have not read the books. I wonder if people who have read the books would feel m- more like Billy and Vlad. Vlad didn't read the books, but he still feels more like uh, Billy than yeah. maybe the rest of the people who really enjoyed this episode. I don't know. But it's something I wonder... Because Billy has an interesting perspective for me, has him having read everything, and then having his outlook on it, and me not having read anything and having a different outlook on it, and and our our abilities to watch this show, that we're not we're never gonna watch it the same. You know what I'm saying? Like so, I think even that is is, is gonna shape how we view all of these episodes. You know? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> At least the honest did. Yeah, that's is dead. He's dead. Night, I'm glad Night King offed him quickly, though. I was really hoping that wasn't going to be any kind of real fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, there was a lump in my throat where they're like, they're really going to see this Theon redemption arc. <laughs> the slow motion like, of the end. Like, can we speed this up? Like... <laughs> Yo, yeah, that's it... why I thought it was funny, too, because, like, Bran's like, you're a good man, Theon. Like, it was like giving him his, like, last words. He just yeah. couldn't tell him like, to chill for a few few seconds. Like, just, hey, man, stand behind me. <laughs> like, like, he did nothing. I mean, he probably technically stalled a little bit for think, Arya. But his I life was Brent literally... Did. His life was literally only work, worth about, like, 90 seconds. I know. I think Bran knew how useless Theon was. He just wanted to get him out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because Theon was very able-bodied to climb the tree and like hold on for a minute, but Rand was like, "Yo, you're you're in my light." He's another. He's like the real help is coming. <laughs> you can go. 
And that's the thing, though. He had a great performance. He's another guy that gets a podium game. He was, he yeah, was like, like yeah. Hawkeye with that with them all, barrels. All of his bows, all of his boys died, and then he picked up like a spear or something and cut down like ten dudes by himself. Yeah, he he was doing his thing. He, he just like he just he just uh the Night King was no match. If there was anything about the Night King and his demise that I wish that we didn't get, that I would wish, is that that while I think his death was um effective because of just the shocking nature of it i do i do wish we could have gotten to see him in a real swords fight or a real one-on-one kind of fight we'll never know how potent he is in that regard where our only our only personal interaction we've seen with him really is just with theon now right because in that well, when they were above the north of the wall did john and him tangle i don't remember uh he only oh, throws oh. javelin he right, that, oh god, that dragon! And you throw another one in this episode. I know. I thought. I thought he was gonna. I thought he was gonna take another dragon out. Uh, but that's his only like fighting prowess, right? I guess he's like. I guess he's like the equivalent to like Sir to the to, to Davos, where <laughs> he's a great technician, but just never battles. Uh, all he does is raise the dead, and he threw two spears, and then that's it. But I get the impression that if he ever had to battle, he would. He 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 would be giving out all the fades. I, I just wish we could have gotten to see him do that. Well, we got like a glimpse of it when he like downed Theon in like right. two. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like 0.5, then, uh, 0.5 time, like, seconds. Down Theon. Right. His Kung Fu was too powerful. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Snapped the spear and then punched it through the armor. Mm-mm. Yeah. He, but, he, but and then he stepped well. over him like Alan Iverson. They should have cut wide when he did that. <laughs> <laughs> Because this is like, but I wanted to see the one foot just go over his body. <laughs> oh, man. I wanted him to, like, crush him and confirm the kill, but I guess not. I thought he was going to, like, turn him into ice, to be honest. Did anyone else think that? I thought after he died, he was going to just freeze him and then, like, and then step yeah, on even, him. Even as a White Walker, Theon's useless. <laughs> he woke up to that king woke up to Brandon and was like yeah I know right anyway you know why I couldn't stop him that guy was the worst let's 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 oh, <laughs> that guy's out of here he didn't did kick him in the crotch if he kicked him in the crotch it would be a clip for all of them that the crotch crotch he was done. that's why he, he knew right in the kitty wow that would have been his berserker rage. Just yeah. the one The Night King is an expert yeah, tactician. Look, the, the Night King. The Night King has done has has read the scouting report. He he's he knows he knows his opponent well. You know oh, he he, he, knows he did it. To use that fire on him. Yeah, he did his homework. Which again <laughs> speaks to why I'm so frustrated with Danny and John. Like my girlfriend texted me this whole episode. Like they gotta get it together, man. Like they they they, they, they you know it it was it was not a good performance. I gotta be honest. When you see the Night King like so prepared for what he was going through, um, I think their redeeming moment was like when um, Daenerys tried to set ablaze the Night King, but then that didn't work. And after that, like Daenerys just checked out. <laughs> like, she dipped. She's like, all right, I'm done. Like, I'm like, that's it. That's all I can do. I'm done. I have no fighting purpose. <laughs> Uh, my dragon was doing all the work, and the fact that the Night King is still alive, which is weird, by the way. Um, she just yeah. she's like, all right, um, let me just fuck off. And <laughs> yeah, is, there, is there we have any? Is there any explanation? We're never gonna get explanation of why he was able to survive that either. He's because just the Night King. He's, he's just the Night King. I, I thought at that point it was like time travel rules because you know the brand oh, could do whatever he wants. That's it. That's really that's really annoying. Like when he survived the fire, I'm like, yo, that's cool. 
but then like when nothing happened after that, I was like, wow, that was a waste. I, I kind of liken it to like a horror movie villain, right? <laughs> like he's, I feel like he's like Jason Voorhees. Like, oh. He could walk slowly and eventually get wherever he wants to go. Right. Like Pepe Le Pew. Like he could get shot and then he could still keep moving. <laughs> but if, it, if he gets shot by the main protagonist, then he'll go down. So that's kind of like, that's why I kind of have a problem with the way he was like the way that he went down because if he if someone decided to fight him one on one and they beat him it would be cool but like but would that be believable yes would, would I, I, I think that's why they didn't do it like i didn't even get to that point i think that's why they didn't do it i think they felt like I wanted, the only way he could ever be beat was like some like fluke to be honest so like it, so it's believable for again uh 18-year-old girl to jump 10 feet and evade 10 or so ice magical... Well, she's a ninja. <laughs> she's a magic ninja. She literally is a ninja. Like, that's not, like... But to that point, I wanted, like, a line of, like, surviving men to, like, charge to the Night King and, like, with their different fighting styles show how the Night King can... Right. I wanted, I would have wanted to have seen that. Yeah. That's the thing. And like, at the end, he just walks up slowly, like, hands behind his back, like, you dare try to, like, come across me. I'm better than everyone in, right. this, in this entire, like village that like, seems yeah some, some powers of like some show of his skill but yeah that scene could have still moved. happened and still had Arya do what she did they never yeah, yeah, exactly. did it so yeah. you're I, I you're right Vlad with that but because Arya clearly had like a like intense training when it comes to you know sneaking uh surprise attack and like good swordsman and, you know, sword and stealth exactly you know we and we saw that in the in the scene in the library but i i just yeah. think that for them it was like we could have because I mean, to me, I would have rolled my eyes way more if it was him and John a sword fight, and somehow John, I, I, I think that this was the only way he could have gone. Again, I just think they missed the opportunity with not showing us his full powers beyond just being able to control an army of dead. Yeah, but to be totally right. honest, we all we've seen him do is raise his arm slowly and throw two javelins. But like, and ride ice dragon. Uh, are we just are we to just assume that he's badass because he has the spiky the spiky horns on his head? I mean, again, I he, mean, he, he, he did off slowly. he did off Theon in point two seconds. Again, Theon was tired, and Theon is Theon. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> so that, but again, that's literally all we've seen of him. He's raised the dead. Great right. power. Yeah. He, he's a necromancer. Fantastic. Um, he threw two. He threw a javelin at Viserion. And he threw a javelin on on Drogon, and Really, that's it. He, so, can, like, it's, he, it's he, his, can, he can control the elements. It's his, repu- his reputation is preceding him. Because, again, uh, that's... Yeah. The, you trying to say the Night King's overrated? <laughs> I'm saying that... He's not the GOAT. Never yeah, will be. Meet, meet me outside, Night, Night King. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> 1v1. I, I do... I know. I, I, Billy makes a good point. I do feel like, physically, they they, they that was... And I keep saying it. That was an opportunity to miss, I thought, was that showing us his full prowess. Right now, again, it is on reputation and assumption. You're not wrong, Bill. You're right about that. And, like, I mentioned it before, like, they have diminishing returns in terms of badassness. Because in the first season, when you see them take over Crafter's baby, you're like, oh, these guys are so cool and mysterious. And in this episode, they're just walking slowly. And all the, all the Night King does is walk slowly... He's impervious to fire, so he really didn't need to do anything. He threw a javelin and missed, and he killed Theon, which is like they kind of, he dropped off so quickly. 
which was mm. that that was the issue. Like it's just they, there's so much that and all and all the other White Walkers. They, what was the point of any of them? Just to, yeah. to run up the budget because they were just blue dudes just standing there. They didn't do anything to <laughs> fight. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you're right yeah. about that. They, yeah, especially considering the one that John killed with a long claw. A couple seasons back, he barely kills. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. So that guy was those. Yeah, and also like, they that, killed him. And that's a violence. really thrilling fight. Yeah. Not, come to think of it, another well lit. That was well lit. There was a, even though there was still a lot of snow. Yeah. That was like a well. That was that was a hard home. That was a way better. Yeah, hard home. We didn't even talk about it. Man, was hard home better than Winterfell? Discuss in the comments. <laughs> like it's from. I mean, I, I to me, where does this rank in the in the battle scenes? I I, I think it's good, but I don't know if it's better than most of them. These fights, yeah, like, like, like especially especially if you don't, uh, especially if you cut out Arya flying through the air right. like a like a squirrel, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know what I, I mean? Without that slow motion, yeah, onto his back. Switching hands, like, without those, uh, uh, what, 45 seconds, two minutes, I don't even know, with the slow motion. It's just like, it, it's it's just a series of failures. But to be totally honest, um, Game of Thrones has some of the best fight scenes and choreography in the history of mankind. So I feel, just off the, top of my, off the top of my head... I feel like this is the worst of the battles because we had the Blackwater, which had a lot going on. We had the battle for the Wall, um, when the Wildlings attacked the Wall with the, with uh, the Night's Watch. We had the Battle of the Bastards, which cannot be topped. We have the Battle of the Train Robbery, that was again also amazing. So uh, I feel like the fact that they I, dragged it out, the the, the the battle was a full episode. So I feel like if they, I feel like they had to drag it out to an hour and a half. So, like, it was diluted. The concentration couldn't be as high because it's an hour and a half. So they had to do a lot of slow-mo. They had to have just, like, people looking, just not being able to see anything in the dark. But, like, to be told, like, off the top of my head, I can't think of this this uh, battle being anywhere close to the other battles that we've seen in the show. I, I, I like that idea. Um, when you talk about hard home, because hard home has a lot of similar things that are completely overmatched, overwhelmed. They're trying to do their best, involve snow and white walkers and and the whites and all the things hey, uh, and the dread that comes with. I think the 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 difference is the element of surprise. Um, so when it comes to the battles itself, because I think Blackwater, um, Battle of the Bastards, or two really like transcendent fight scenes, like. What they did was incredible. Like Blackwater probably got me more hooked into the show than anything, and Battle of the Bastards. Like I still remember watching that and feeling like, feeling like I was suffocating as John was suffocating. So there was like that emotional component um, that was really there, and I think that was missing here. Um, and when, when we try to compare it to the to the other actual battles, because it was this was a route, like this like this was oh this was this was blowing a thirty one point lead in the second half. Yeah. That's, yeah. It's, well, they didn't. That's they why helped, he wait, still they, deserves a He led them through three quarters, <laughs> three well played quarters. Okay. 
And before that, he had like what, twelve wins? <laughs> hard home, last hard, the wall, beyond the wall, undefeated, never lost. The night king. <laughs> he was the promised one. He was on a very positive trajectory. All right. Sam Tarley was the first person to kill a White Walker in probably hundreds of years, and then exactly in between. So in between. Centuries ago, mm-hmm. and this battle, it was only Samuel Tarley who got lucky. You know, who got he, the, the, the that white worker got caught slipping on the banana peel. They probably don't even talk about him anymore. His lockers emptied out. They just like like he never exactly. happened. Now, and now, sudden, and now we're saying he he ain't he ain't he ain't it because he played twelve bad minutes. Gone. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like it's, it's, <laughs> like this is the equivalent of like if Michael Jordan had like a. Like his game-winning shot against the Jazz, like the last one he had, if he slipped, broke his leg, but somehow because he broke his leg, like all the Chicago Bulls was erased from history. Mm. <laughs> like that's like that's how crazy this is. Like, oh, spoilers! Infinity War. Oh, spoilers! Oh, come on! <laughs> come on, man! Hold together. Pull yeah. it together. We're gonna we're gonna get. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's all right. It's it's all right though. It's all right. It's everything's gonna be fine next week when we have to deal with Cersei. Oh, oh she's no, yeah. How many good. episodes are left in this show now? Three. 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 All right. So they're gonna do one of them's gonna. So next week they're just gonna talk about fighting Cersei. True. The week yeah. after they're gonna give us ninety well, minutes to fight. Well, next week's game. episode is also really long. Yeah, it's also like, 90. like yeah. it's almost the same amount of time. Jesus. The rest, the rest of these episodes are all long. Like we we have we have no more short ones. But oh, word. Yeah. So we're getting like ninety minutes, two hours, two hours maybe. I think they're all about ninety. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I'm okay with. That. I had the list before earlier, and now I lost it. Uh, so they couldn't make times. it. They couldn't make it nine episodes. Couldn't have just like broken it up a little more. No, well, they get the actors get paid per episode. So they're trying to make the least amount of episodes. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously. Smart. That's, that's the only thing that, that makes. Yeah, next week is seventy-eight minutes, and then we have seventy-nine and seventy-nine at the end. So that's not. Too, I thought it would be. I thought there would be nine throughout. That. Yeah, that's not. So too this one longest one. Well, this, this one, one yeah. This, this one was eighty-two. This is eighty-two. Yeah. All right, it's all down here from here, gentlemen. Down here. From down here. here from here. It's yep. here down you from heard, the hill. You heard me. Yep. Listen, I'm going through a lot right now. I'm happy <laughs> that George said. What about Theon? How do you feel about Theon? I mean, the full range of emotions. <laughs> Good. Um, Forty foot standing leap. <laughs> she is up. She is up. That's all I'm saying. We said it before. I would buy, buy Arya's tapes on how to increase my vertical. <laughs> no, it's her horizontal. It's yeah, no, she. Yeah, yo, your, your triple jump has got to be crazy. <laughs> the triple jumps gotta be crazy. Um, we, we said it earlier, but definitely deserving a shout out to Lady Mormont. Yeah, rest in peace for going out I'm like happy. a G. For going out like a G. And as her spine was being crushed, oof. that was oof. I didn't see. I didn't think she was gonna die at all. So, oh yeah, I, I, didn't think, I didn't think. I didn't think. I mean, they've killed kids before, but I didn't think they'd kill a kid like that. 
Yeah, he, he like that giant backhanded her into like some rocks. I know. So like, yeah, that would be it. But then she got up and started screaming at him. I'm like, oh, okay. She's definitely something's gonna happen. She made herself aware. Yeah, that that giant was gonna eat that little kid. Yeah, I thought yeah. he was gonna eat her. Yeah, so, yeah. but she yeah. didn't get the chance. So shout out to her. Like I said, she definitely she definitely gets a podium, Can a post game podium after that, after that performance. No, nah, they're gonna they're gonna name the award after her. The Leon Award Finals MVP. Exactly. They're gonna name the award. Oh, that's what that's what uh, the MVP stands for. Mormont valuable player. <laughs> yes. No, no. They also have to name the the scrub of the week for Jorah Mormont. I thought Jor, Jor, I mean, Jor wasn't Jor significant, was but he, he was. Oh, okay, in this battle, he was good. But he was the only reason why he's the only reason why Dan- Daenerys is alive. Yeah, he I thought. You know what I thought was gonna happen in that moment? That Drogon was gonna like flamethrower her because she can't be burned. Mm. Uh-huh. And then that like made, that would have made sense. That's would made her clothes fell off. Yeah, True. Yeah, yeah, we know True. she's not doing nude scenes anymore. Speaking um, of clothes falling off, like, why did Melisandre make the prophecy that she was going to die by the end of the night, but then she just kills herself? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, who knows? That was everything, every, the he, last they're getting paid by episode, man. You got to... I'm freaking weak. <laughs> so they just, they just wrote off Melisandre. For, and she, just, she just gives Arya the blessing. She lights the fire, and then she's like, oh, well, time to go die. And what? I mean, to, I mean well, she's been around now for... Maybe thousands of years. It, perhaps I don't know. She's, Why did she choose now to die? I, I think for her, maybe she knew that her, whoever, like whoever, the Lord of Light, her mission was complete at that point. She directed oh, okay. the person that was supposed to save the people, and once she did that, there was no use for her anymore. I don't think that was clear, but I no, I, 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 I don't. I'm not saying it was at all. To be clear, no, that's I, a good theory, but, I, but that that was how I interpreted it. Was that? Clear. You know, they, they kind of foreshadowed last oh, she, year. She, She's, like, very old, very frail. And the other messenger of the Lord of Light died, so there's no confirmation on that. Oh, yeah, Lord, yeah, we ain't got nothing about the Lord of Light anytime. Lord of Light is a... He's an old god now. <laughs> our, new god, <laughs> our, our new god is Arya Stark. Facts. Oh, that's all we worship to now. Um, okay, Lord so we did this at the end of every episode, so we should do it at the end of this, uh, end of this episode. Now that we've now gotten through this episode who ends up on the throne at the end i will start with Vlad since you were just talking uh i guess there's a tie between daenerys and cersei uh, i can't oh i can't do that that's literally <laughs> talking about straddling the, the fence there i mean okay boomy am i wrong <laughs> yes <laughs> yes, no, no, yes. You're right you're, you're technically right you're at least so, ha- you're at least half wrong so, so you're I'm half right, thank you. And you round up. <laughs> you're entirely wrong. Wow. Okay, let me hear what you guys have to say. Uh, I actually still got the Night King. I think uh, it's very popular. Confirmed <laughs> 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 dead. He's confirmed uh, dead. It is sweep of all the ice cubes. Uh, there's still a shot. <laughs> okay, so so far we have a joke response. Okay, Billy, Marty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> after all the bullying, one joke response. Okay, uh, copy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna stick with my, my original pick, which was Gendry, which is also a Joker's monster, but um, looking better and better every day. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's true. They show Gendry on the on the front lines and like going into battle, but they like he disappears for the rest of the episode. No, they well, show Warhammer, not confirmed kill, so he's still my pick. I think yeah. he's at the very end. 
they showed him. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's. <laughs> Him and Padre oh, is the same, you, but if you guys saw him, then all right, he's he's alive. But I personally didn't see him. I right. explicitly remember seeing Padre. I don't. Same. I think I, I remember seeing Padre. I think I see Gendry. I think I, I think Gendry was standing on that uh, pile of bodies next to Tormund. Yes, 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 yes. I yeah. think. But yes, well, and we saw yeah, Dan, yeah. Padre, and Jamie together. Right, Padre and Tormund together, and Tormund and Gendry together. But this is. That second part is kind of guesswork, because yeah. Gendry doesn't have like the strongest silhouette. But uh, ooh, <laughs> yikes! Yeah, get your uh... weight up. Get your weight up, son. <laughs> All right, Billy, who's on the throne? Um. So okay, I, before I answer, can I ask a question? Yes. Uh, Would sure. we be able to put Leanna Mormont's corpse on the Iron Throne? <laughs> okay. Go. Okay. Question that was over. Go that ahead. was morbid. That's dark. Okay. So. Uh, uh, Grey Worm. Daenerys. Okay, <laughs> we got our first serious answer with Daenerys. Um, uh, so last last week I said it either be the Night King or a combination of John and Daenerys. Oh yeah. <sighs> yeah, e, Literally. E, e, I, This episode blew up your bracket, man. The Night King went out quick. Yeah, yeah. Cause I was le- I was leaning Night King last week. Yeah, so. he, was, he was ranked number one in the country, and then and he got upset. All the brackets <laughs> were broken up this episode. Yeah, there's only one. There's yeah, only yeah, one. Um, Quick. There's only a couple of perfect brackets left. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I to me, Cersei, Cersei's stock rose a lot in this episode to me. Oh, true. Yeah, she just. I, I yeah, mean, like, her I, army. Her army is just chilling. Yeah, they took. They took and no I hits. Hearing, I remember hearing booing earlier. Uh, what was uh, what happened with that? Because you didn't choose between Cersei or yeah, you, you literally <laughs> went. You literally were just, just walking in the middle of the fork in the road. Get <laughs> again. This guy talking about oh like, look I, I I definitely mentioned that it's really hard to tell because these people are like clearly really want the throne so choose I, one I, no but you gotta actually choose you just you said it'll either be Cersei or Daenerys that is absolutely worthy of booze how is that right, the discussion talk. anyway um for my answer I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's still gonna be John and Cersei John and Daenerys as a as John a, and Cersei. Jesus, uh, that's <laughs> darkest timeline. Um, that I think there's gonna be John and Daenerys as a as a duo, but next week I may be really ready to flip to Cersei. Well, EJ, there's only one throne. You can't get on Vlad for not choosing. No, well, sit. no, I do think I, look, on the throne. Well, look, I'm telling you, I think that they're gonna do what was being foreshadowed by Varys and Tyrion, and Tyrion yeah. right? Where they're talking about. No, the smart play would be for these two to combine kingdoms, and and so, so when they're them as a couple are in the red keep and they are passing judgment on people, which one of the two of them will be sitting on the iron throne? There will be two iron thrones. They will make another one. Ooh, oh, that's, oh that's, that's, that's that's tough. Yeah, that's I actually like that. Actually, I I, I instinctively booed, but I'm like, actually, that, that could work. I think that's what's gonna happen. I, I think today, I think that's what's gonna happen, and I think. They can make, they can okay. make it out of obsidian. And, and to be honest, and to be honest, guys, I wouldn't want that to happen. I'd prefer it be Cersei or just one of them. But I think that that's what they're gonna do. I think to me, this episode, to Billy's credit and to Billy's point, has been in the season has been building towards giving the people what they want. At the end of the day, this show has been doing that now for several seasons. That's what the people want. I think that's it's been very very clear for a while. That's what the people want. I don't think they're gonna stray away from that. 
uh, and this episode sets it up. What was why I don't I I don't like that is because I feel like what happened this episode was so devastating for Daenerys's crew. I don't know how they could feasibly win. Mm. Like I have no, which is why I keep thinking, well, maybe Cersei will win because how could she possibly lose? I mean, we talking about giving up a three one lead. If Cersei lose, she gave up a three zero lead. That would be <laughs> doing the unprecedented in basketball history ever. Because there's no yeah, way she be, should blow this. It'll be more like if you if you're starting five, if you lost like three, you're starting five, and and then you lose to that team. Yeah, and I and I personally, the way that the show's been going, I think that's going to happen. I think so too, and and I and I don't think that would be good if that's how they did it. But I think that's what's going to happen. They killed off the Night King in one episode. Like we saw him once, and he died once. That doesn't bother me as much. <laughs> I felt like that he was either going to. Win and we were gonna see him forever, or he was gonna die and lose. I don't. I that I think I don't have a problem with, but I just he wasn't gonna win. The show is not that brave. I was waiting for him to die, um, in this entire episode. So let's see how. This Maddie's such a scrub. <laughs> and James still wants to give him a statue, despite, <laughs> despite the very unclutched nature of his performance today at the end. Not being able to close. Yeah, we gotta make statues of the losing side. We can't forget our history. Yeah, <laughs> man. Yo, I heard. I heard that J.R. Smith statue is going up in Cleveland next year. I don't know about y'all. That's all I got left now. So <laughs> left. Yeah, uh, Jared Goff's going up in uh in the Walk of Fame soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's. I think that's a show. Uh, we've talked about everything in this episode. Um. This was definitely a spectacle. It was a lot to do and take in, especially combining that with Endgame. Which, by the way, if you do want to hear spoilers about Endgame and you do want to learn about what we thought about that show, uh, that movie rather, that podcast is up on New Generation Podcast Network. Our Throne Tales, obviously, our game, our New, New Generation Hero Talk, uh, Avengers Endgame uh, review. So check that out if you want to check. If you want to hear our thoughts on Endgame. Um, of course, you can catch all of our podcasts, not just this podcast or our th- uh, Hero Talk podcast, but also our Sports Talk and Imperial Broadcast Star Wars podcast on the New Generation Podcast Network, which you can find on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. Also, be sure to follow us on Facebook, um, New Generation Media, on Twitter, at New Generation Pod, and on Instagram, New Generation Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter, EJ underscore Stewart, and on Instagram, at Action EJ. Once again, thank you guys for joining me this week. This was a fun episode to discuss and debate over. It was a lot leading up to it, so I'm glad we got here. Uh, And we'll be back next week with another uh, big show. So we'll see what happens uh, in the fallout from all this. But for now, I'm EJ, for Vlad, for James, for Billy, and for Martin. We'll see you guys next week. Peace.